podcast. Tonight, I, your host, Frida Richardson, will be taking you guys through some of my top tips when it comes to self-care through a grief process or when it comes to loving yourself and giving yourself kindness um, while you're grieving. So this is a topic that's definitely kind of near and dear to my heart um, just because I've gone through my own grief journey and I definitely learned a lot on it, so I really like to take the time to share what I learned along that journey because unfortunately, I really try not to exactly be morbid and sad about this topic, but um, as the child of a nurse and of someone who has served in war, the concept of life and death has been explained to me thoroughly, and so I don't necessarily look at passing and death in a sad way. I know it definitely does come with sadness, but I feel like... I have gone through this and I like to share the facts and the things that I learned along the way because I know there are others that may at some point, 110%, will go through this. So I like to just share what I can about it. Um, I have, at this point, six tips I'm going to share with you guys or like six kind of pieces of advice I'm going to share with you guys tonight. Um, I definitely will probably smoke another bowl at some point because this topic, it can get you in the feels. So I'm excited to share some of these tips with you guys and excited to share this experience and moment with anyone who hops on live and is watching live with me. So here are some of my top self-care tips for grief so number one the first thing i can recommend hands down is to make sure you give yourself time and space after you have lost someone and as you begin that grieving process um i think that sometimes we feel like we need to just hop back into things and that we need to just move on um I don't feel like that's true. I've definitely tried to just move on. I've definitely tried to just ignore it and to just go on about my life, mainly when it was um, school and classes. But if you need time and you need space, you are more than entitled and more than able to do that. Whether that is just needing some time in your house with your family, whether that's needing time um, in your room by yourself, um, whatever it is, I'm not necessarily saying just go out and isolate yourself, but if you do find yourself needing time to grieve, you need and you should allow yourself to have that time. Um, and I also think that part of that, part of allowing yourself to grieve also comes with learning how you grieve as well as learning what you need that to actually recharge yourself, what you actually need to uplift your spirits, what actually is allowing you to still kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel, if you will. So give yourself time to grieve, give yourself t- space to grieve, but also within that time frame, also take, you know, be patient and just kind of think, what does this mean? What am I learning from myself that helps me? What am I learning from myself that may not be ha- helping me exactly? Um, that's pretty much all I can say on that because I personally am just really passionate about it just because there were a lot of times that I forced myself to either interact with people or go to events and I just wasn't exa- like I just wasn't able to enjoy it the exact same way as I would have um if I gave myself another week to do so so uh I just like to remind people that it's okay to take space and to take time for yourself to heal the second thing I have and I was totally gonna throw it on before I had this call but is over there in my purse. Um, the second thing is to wear um, meaningful jewelry from that person or maybe things that remind you of that person. Um, I personally have a cross necklace that I wear 
a lot of the time when I'm going on trips, when I have an important event, um, when I kind of feel like I need a little bit protection or just a little bit of good luck, I wear my mother's cross. It's like a gold cross um, and I put it away when I don't need it, but I pull it out when I do need it. Um, that is something that brings a lot of just comfort for me personally, but also just like when I wear that, especially for like family events or important events, I wish she was there. I definitely feel her presence. I definitely feel like she's with me. So, um, for me, it was really important that I wore that necklace at my cousin's graduation. Um, I've worn that necklace at my niece's high school and junior high graduation, because for me, even though I don't necessarily talk about, it, I don't necessarily make that fact known to my family and other people I'm around having a piece of my mother with me in important times and important moments is something that just means a lot for me. So I like to share that piece of advice. Um, this may not necessarily be an exact piece of jewelry from this person. It could just be maybe they wore a certain style of hat or maybe a certain brand of clothing. If it is something that just makes you feel good, maybe not something you necessarily like adding into your everyday wardrobe, but you just pull out when you kind of need a little comfort. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that there's kind of like, just a light like a lot of relief when it comes to having those objects that can just be comforting um so i just like to always share that like i said it doesn't necessarily have to be jewelry it doesn't have to be something you wear all the time it could just be things that you have around for memory um another thing that i recommend my number three tip my third tip if you will is cook food that reminds you of this person that feels good that feels homey that feels um similar or it was even made by this person that is important to you this person that you have lost um i really like to make my mom's casserole uh, she has a chicken broccoli and cheese casserole that she used to make when i was growing up and it is phenomenal anyone i've made it for thinks it's like the best thing ever so i really like to share that with my friends i like to share that with people that are important to me because it for me is really like I am sharing a part of my mother's part of uh, my upbringing as well with people that I also find important to me so her food as well as um, her mac and cheese her mac and cheese is another favorite I would always have that for Thanksgiving and Christmas um, I like to just make those every now and then when I'm kind of missing her or thinking about her um, my mom's birthday is coming up so generally what i like to do is kind of make some of her favorite foods so i'll probably make some casserole uh, or get some like olive garden or something like that but i think that there's a lot of power and a lot of magic when it comes to food i'm not necessarily saying like go overload you know overload and just eat everything this person ever liked but if there is ever a moment that you maybe pass a certain restaurant you guys would go to or you're in the store and you see like a like a specific brand of uh you know dessert that every now and then you guys would have there's nothing wrong um and i think there's something that again can it's kind of like the clothing and the jewelry can be really comforting about um, reminiscing a little bit with just like a sweet treat or maybe even it's a savory treat. So what another tip I have is just like if you need some comfort, if you need a little um, reminder of the person you're missing, cook something or go somewhere that has food that will remind you of them. The fourth one I have and probably one of my favorite tips is to say fuck it to any holiday or event that you need to. I think that this is a really important thing that I learned um, mainly like within the first two years after I lost my mom. 
Um, and it was just because I would try to force myself to still enjoy certain holidays, even though they did not feel the same without her, even though I found myself just not being exactly like as joyous and excited for them. Um, specifically Christmas. Christmas is really hard for me to kind of enjoy without my mom as well as New Year's Eve. Those are holidays that we always celebrated together for the most part. Um, and there's just a lot of fun family traditions that are behind both of those holidays. So my first Christmas, I definitely tried to like force myself to enjoy Christmas. I definitely tried to like force happiness and everything that was going on instead of just thinking about my mom, just allowing myself to accept that I was missing her and the fact that I did want her to be there. Um, but now I can kind of not necessarily confidently, but I can comfortably say that Christmas is hard for me and that I would rather spend Christmas with people that make me feel comfortable and people I am comforted, not necessarily comforted by, uh, people I'm comfortable around, um, people that I can lean on if I need to when it comes to holidays because I'd rather not get upset and force myself to be happy around something or about something that just really isn't doing it for me. So I think it's okay. And I've learned that it's fine to just be honest and say, hey, this is a hard time for me. This isn't something I'm exactly interested in doing. Hey, can we do this? Or even pardoning yourself from things. Um, I really don't like to do family Thanksgivings unless it's with my family. Um, but I have had plenty of Friendsgivings where I have allowed myself to kind of like part in the family setting and just hang out with my friends instead. So it's always okay to also just find like an alternative for having or celebrating holidays and having like holiday parties if a specific holiday is a little like tender for you. My fifth tip would be to take time to celebrate yourself and to see the person that you're missing in you. Um, at the end of the year, I really tried to sit down and I don't really feel like it's conceited. I feel like it's really good to like track, but I like to sit down and make a list of all of my accomplishments for the year. And a lot of the times I see small things that happen that I remember my mom and I talking about at one point, or I like look at a certain event. I remember a certain event and like, I could think of like, oh my gosh, I never would have survived that without this skill that I learned from my mom. Sometimes I even see things, you know, not even sometimes, but a lot of times I also see things that I learned from my dad and things like that. But um, I think it's also a really good thing to just see the other person that you're missing, see whoever you have lost in yourself because a lot of the times the people that we miss the most have been some of the most influential people in our lives and they have had a huge impact on us because they have had a huge impact because they have had an influence on our upbringing and our life and the way we live our life the way we see the world we have a part of them in us we have learned a little bit of them and we carry that with us so i think it's important to just take some time to like reflect on all the greatness you have done um and also remember they're with you they have maybe helped motivate you a little bit um but that their memory still lives on through you and their memory still lives on through what you've been able to accomplish or maybe even what you're striving to accomplish so celebrating yourself and seeing this person in you is just a way to kind of meditate and to kind of like bring everything together the last one the last tip i have for you guys right now off like the top of my head would be to connect with people who get it um i think for a long time i had a hard time like finding friends that got it and feeling comfortable just talking about grief uh, maybe that's like tip number seven is just like allowing yourself to heal in your own time and not rushing it but find friends and find people find support groups that you can communicate 
in and that you can learn from. For me personally, I connected with a lot of friends who were like myself and they were younger and they had lost a parent either recently or they had lost a parent around my age, um, around the time in which I was in college when it, my mother had passed. So with that being said, I found a lot of support um, as one of my friends phrased it, um, we're in the club that nobody wants to be in type thing. So find that club, find what that club means to you, even if it means researching. Um, I definitely did research after my mom passed on like cancer, like family cancer survivor groups and things like that so that I could try to find other kids other organizations that related to me places where I could find comfort places I could find understanding places I could grieve but it was a similar setting it was um a place that I was able to relate so don't be afraid to try to find support groups don't be afraid to reach out and find resources that are going to help you resources that are going to be beneficial to you so for now those are all the tips i have for you guys i do have a blog post that i will be throwing up tomorrow that has a little bit a few more tips as well as a more in-depth scenario and explanation of what i mean behind these aside from what i've just shared tonight but i'm gonna go ahead and smoke one more bowl and see if you guys have any questions but um i really just wanted to share this mainly because i personally practice these like all the time pretty much religiously at this point just because there's a lot of times that I think about my mom there's a lot of things that happen where I wish she was here and it's just really important to take the time to heal yourself it's also think it's really important to allow yourself to grieve and remember like it's not a bad thing remember that it's not um, something to be ashamed of but at the same time when it does happen and when it is kind of feeling shitty that's also okay like my you know the saying it's okay not to be okay I definitely agree with that um and I definitely learned what that means a little more when I started my grieving process but at the same time it's okay to be okay or it's okay not to be okay but you have to remember things are always going to get brighter things are always going to lighten up um so find the people find the resources that uplift you and that empower you and that keep you going whether that's your family whether that's friends whether that's um people in organizations or support groups whatever it is find the people that you vibe with find the people that understand you and just start there i think that's probably the most simple thing is to just start there i always recommend those to be productive ways but find what heals you best for me cannabis was a big part of my grieving process cannabis was a big part of my healing from my grief um especially for my mental health as well as my physical health because it helped me eat um after i lost my mom i personally really struggled with like stimulating my appetite and just getting up and going so learning more about cannabis and sativas and indicas and using resources like Leafly where I was able to look more into strains that helped me um, and actually targeted what I wanted to treat was really beneficial. On top of that exercise, um, most of you, if you've been following me for a while, you know that my grief was part of the beginning of my health, my like my health journey because I wanted to make sure I was digging into like positive resources instead of things that were not going to be helpful in the long run. So one reason that you guys definitely saw me working out for quite a bit was because I wanted to make sure I was channeling my energy in a positive way. So that would be great. I'm gonna finish this bowl and then